Hi, I'm K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbook Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with Wells Thompson, co-creator behind the Megaton comic series, here to promote Volume 1, now on Kickstarter, until March 6th. Welcome back, Wells. Yeah, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, well, outside my introduction, and for our new listeners, who is Wells Thompson in his own words? Uh, I am a comic book writer, primarily. I also uh, am an editor and uh, prose writer, but... Uh, primarily comic books. I've uh, f- been doing this for about uh, seven years now. Uh, I am the co-creator behind Mechaton, which is uh, a sci-fi action uh, comedy uh, through Scout Comics. Uh, Frankenstein the Unconquered, which I do uh, on my own with uh, with Dalton Shannon. Uh, and The Cat Skin in the Road, which is currently in production and available for pre-order. So. Sweet. Lots of lots of different genres, just uh, interested in telling really uh, fun character-driven stories. Mm-hmm. So what is Megaton about and what should ex- readers expect in this in this volume? Uh, Megaton is about uh, a brother and sister, Derek and Leah, who uh, have graduated. They're, they're uh, don't have a lot of like direction in life a lot of ambition but they uh they're good people fundamentally and then one day a glove uh crash lands on earth uh they and they discover that anything they punch while wearing it turns into a mech uh which is great they also discover that they can't remove it so Mm -hmm. it is stuck to Derek's hand and he has to deal with the consequences of uh, having this awesome power now uh it's very uh Scott Pilgrim meets Pacific Rim uh there's a lot of unique uh mech action there's a very like saturday morning cartoon feel to it uh yeah it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and i guess since volume one is is incompleted um Mm -hmm. what should they expect in the upcoming issues do you are those in the works right now or is it just yeah we're we we're, we're we finished writing issue six uh just a little while ago uh and we're i think we're we're looking to do uh, three issues in the next uh, uh, in the next chunk of story, the next arc. Uh, they'll they'll be slightly longer each, but uh, yeah, th- this first five issues have been very fast paced, sort of um, uh, uh, dealing with the direct consequences of finding this this thing and and coming into this kind of power, uh, and dealing with people who want to exploit that power for their own purposes, whether it's uh, a government agency or the police or uh just a greedy pizza parlor owner uh who wants to use it like a walking billboard uh there's all sorts of problems on top of the uh you know ravenous uh mutated insects that are that are terrorizing the city um our the second arc sort of grows the uh the scope of the project and and uh makes the uh sort of uh stakes a lot higher uh we are introduced to uh, new and interesting characters, including an alien named Inza, who is uh, a lot of fun uh, to see on on the page. Uh, and there's a bunch of twists and turns uh, for our uh, established cast as well. So the story really evolves taking off from here. Um, but this first chunk is is a lot of fun and super satisfying in its own right. Mm-hmm. So my next question is, is really silly but i i was going through the issues that i that you, you sent me and i was looking at them reading them and i was just thinking my mind kind of just runs with stuff um 
if you had your own like alien contraption that allowed you to to make anything into a mecha, what would it be and why? Like, because I was thinking, I was like, if you punch, because if you because Derek punched the hot dog stand, yeah, card, right. And that's the it, first one. Is this is this hot dog card and it turns into like a battle brawler with a condiment cannon and an umbrella shield, um, which is a joy to make those kinds of like just figure out what's in the environment and and how we can turn it into to something really fun yeah um well for me i was thinking i mean could he do that with you probably couldn't do it in in your comics right but you, i'm thinking like could he do that with statues like if i punched the rat the rocky statue would the rocky automatically become a mecca like abraham lincoln's statue would he you know get up from his seeds or you know, like, <laughs> so we we boy, reveal you know? Uh, we reveal in in issue in an upcoming issue that uh, a lot of the like what the uh, glove can do is tied to the imagination of the wielder. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it it is sort of uh, up to up to each individual person that uses it uh, what they make with it. Um, so you know if you <laughs> if you're thinking in very straightforward terms, you might punch it, and it could either like become just a sort of battle, you know, armor version of the statue itself, or it could morph into something entirely different. Um, th- there's a lot of uh, things to discover about what the glove can do uh, that, yeah, we're we're building up toward and and, and do hint at uh, by the end of this first arc. So. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, if I had to pick something, I'm from Chicago. I would love to punch the bean. Uh, so, so that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, that that's sort of the the beauty of the glove is it gets your imagination running wild. Like, oh, what would I punch? <laughs> so when you and Dalton Shannon, your co-creator, uh, mm-hmm. first started writing Megaton, did out of you, out of you ever um, imagine like actually following through on completing the series or ever like did you ever think you would get this far in it while also working on other projects yeah uh it's a little wild uh i don't yeah i don't know if we ever expected to get here but uh we've been lucky enough to you know capture a lot of people's attention and imagination and and the the fan mail is great. Please keep sending that. <laughs> I love hearing about how, particularly people will tell me like my, you know, uh, my middle schooler kid is constantly asking when the next one is going to come out. I'm like, yes, we hooked another one. <laughs> like that's, uh, that, that really makes my day every time. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, we, we had a plan for it and we thought it would be really cool to do, but we were, you know, aware that at any point people could lose interest or, or, uh, or it, it could just not work out. But we, we've been very lucky that uh, there's been enough uh, groundswell and, and really love for the project and what we're doing to keep it going this long, uh, which is why we're able to to make a uh, uh, a trade paperback. That's, that's an insane thing. This is our first uh, really completed, you know, gathered, collected book that we've been able to do aside from uh, an anthology that we put together uh, a while ago, a couple of years ago, but that was really like off the ground, just trying to get something out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas this is really building on something that we've been we've been working uh, on for a really long time and uh, have put a lot of love and, and care into. Not that we didn't love our, our original stories, but the, it just feels different. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the production, is, the style of production and the way we're putting it out is, feels sign- much more significant. Mm-hmm. 
So when when you I guess when you created and completed other comics and graphic novels, whether they're individual projects of your own or working with, you know, Dalton and, or other collaborators um over the years, um what do you do with the works in progress that you've I guess abandoned or I guess put on the back burner? And yeah, I'd like to think they aren't abandoned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean abandoned is a is a strong word. I mean I have yeah. like, I have work and people are like always oh, been abandoned. It's like no, it hasn't been abandoned. I've been writing it in my head. I just haven't written it down on you know, I haven't typed oh, it. Oh well we're we're constantly the one of the great privileges of of working in comics is that uh you know as much of a curse as it is that as as we sometimes feel like it is to have such a slow production time because you have to you know after writing it you have to deliver it to an artist and you know for for 20 pages it's generously a fast pace you're going to get it out in about a month maybe mm -hmm. um and it's still got to go through colors and letters like it just takes a lot of time to make stuff but that means that we as writers have a lot of time uh in the in-between moments to go okay well I have this idea let's let's write that let's work on that a little bit uh and so that can sit in one form or another whether it's an outline or a completed script for as long as it needs to uh, and we're constantly looking ahead to what's working, what we feel like, uh, how, how what, what kind of stories we feel like people are responding to, and uh, really uh, are always looking for opportunities to dig up those stories that, that we do want to tell, uh, you know. And hopefully one day we just get popular enough that the genre doesn't matter anymore and we can dig it up and people will just read it because it's us. Um, that would be the dream, but... Uh, yeah, for the moment, it's it's we're always kind of in a holding pattern of, you know, uh, we have a couple of graphic novels that we would love to be able to make. We're just waiting for the right time to bring them out. Um, we have, yeah, uh, uh, both of us, Dalton and I, uh, both have written uh, novel length uh, prose stories that we would love to to be able to deploy uh, as soon as we feel like there's enough faith uh, between us and the the readers that they would be willing to, you know extend that far outside of their comfort zone to uh to read something of ours yeah we would love to to put that out um mm. so so it, yeah it's not that they're abandoned it's just that they are uh <laughs> we're, we're constantly making new stuff and we're we're um sort of we put them to the side and and say okay when the time is right we'll pull this out mm. um and a couple of those things are are being dug out um Dalton right now is uh, preparing to launch his first ever prose uh, novel on uh, Amazon uh, up 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 in March. Uh, I've I've had the pleasure of editing that, and um, what I've got uh, a piece that I've been working on for about a year uh, that I'm going to be working on right after this Kickstarter and and presenting to the public. Uh, might give it's it's topical because tomorrow is Valentine's Day at time of recording, so I might be giving a first peek uh to to some people then but we'll see cool 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 it's just it's just hearing all this is just like i'm kind of slow with and with my writing but you guys are just turning yeah stuff out every, left and right <laughs> i do feel like everyone like everyone does it at their own pace mm -hmm. and if yeah i don't want to discourage anyone i i feel like I'm slow all the time I feel like I I could be doing more and being more active all the time and then I look at the backlog that I have and how much stuff that I still want to write uh 
And I realize I'm doing fine. And I think that is something that we have to be kinder to ourselves about in the creative process. Like everyone's process looks different. As long as you're making stuff and, and you're happy with what you're making, I think it's it's perfectly reasonable to to say, uh, you know, you're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to remind myself and others as like, you know, just because you haven't written anything in a month or even like a year, you're still yeah. a writer because, you mm-hmm. know, even if you're just writing in your head or writing on your notes app or whatever, or just taking stuff down on sticky notes like I used to, you're still a writer just because you haven't published anything in a while. Doesn't yeah. It doesn't take that away. It doesn't take away that work that you've, you know, achieved, that you've worked yeah. hard for. You know, it's still there. It's just... Absolutely. You know, and like the environment that we work in, the publishing environment that we work in, whether it's indie or whether it's traditional, is so like mean and hard on people it's mm-hmm. it's worth taking the time to just be nice to yourself because the you you can't rely on uh, on on the industry to be kind to you so be kind mm-hmm. to each other and be kind to yourself for sure yeah for sure um well is there anything else you wanted to share about megaton um volume one maybe the rewards for potential backers absolutely so there's uh there's two versions of the uh trade that we're doing uh, we have uh, just the, the story and the covers. Uh, so we have a color cover gallery that we're doing uh, to show off all the, the lovely artwork that we've made for this uh, series, um, as well as the full 108 pages that are available right now and ready to print. We also have a deluxe edition that includes uh, back matter, uh, a lot of uh, art that hasn't been seen before, stuff like character sketches and... Uh, uh, sorry, my doorbell's going off. Uh, character sketches and uh, 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 page breakdowns and things like that. Um, so there's there's a lot uh, that is interesting or that that is interesting for especially fans of the series to come back and, and look at. Um, yeah, I, I uh, th- there's definitely something for everyone. If you just want the story, that's there for you. If you just want the story uh, in uh, digital form and you can't uh afford the the shipping totally fine that's available for you as well and then um the multiple covers yeah there there is a uh there is a uh different cover that we have for the uh deluxe edition Mm -hmm. it's by jason murr the artist behind uh uh by the horns which is one of the sort of inspirations that we had going into mechaton it was really uh kind of full circle getting him on board um other th- yeah, other than that, this is this is a very straightforward one. Uh, we do have an everything tier as well, which is discounted thirty percent off. You can get uh, all of the posters and stickers and and all co- all the copies of the book that are available. Um, so any any level that you want to go in on this, uh, yeah, if you're a collector and you want everything to do with Mechaton, we have all of the uh, covers available in the add-ons. Uh, so truly. Uh, we want beginners to feel welcome. We want fans to feel welcome and and like they're getting something uh, good out of this uh, this campaign. So, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm seeing some um, copies of other like the by visibly uh, by yeah. by visibility anthology, and then you have Descent into Dread anthology, mm-hmm. all signed copies. Um, I, what are those? Are those add-ons? Or... Yeah, as add-on. So when as as an add-on to the order, if you want to check out some of our uh, previous work, we have yeah, as you mentioned, the Descent of Dread anthology is a great horror anthology. Me and Dalton worked on. Uh, 
uh, from the static is the Band of Bards anthology. I have the opening story in that. It's called The Infant. It is uh, very creepy, and uh, it's it's set on uh, sort of like golden age of uh, of whaling, uh, uh, Arctic sea. Uh, they cut open a whale and find something they shouldn't. Um, and then uh, and then we have two uh, anthologies from Cat Calamia called uh, By Visibility that were extremely successful on Kickstarter and continue to be some of my, uh, some of the most popular work uh, that we uh, uh, put out at cons. Uh, but yeah, I have, I have stories in both of those. So definitely uh, can recommend any of those and just anything that strikes your fancy, add on to the order. Um, yeah, that way you can get uh, more than one books. And uh, the, you know, uh, uh, shipping uh, gets nicer uh, the, mm -hmm. after your initial thing. We have to pay, we have to cover our initial, uh, costs and packaging and whatnot but it doesn't add too much onto it to get uh, additional books and uh, and materials mm -hmm. cool so will you be at any cons this year um we would love to be uh -huh. um i will be at c2e2 either I i'm currently on the wait list for the artist alley but as a as just a professional and as as someone who wants to uh, you know uh uh network and and uh uh hang out with uh my with my colleagues uh yeah i'll be at c2e2 for sure um and then we'll be looking for other uh conventions to uh to booth at and and sell books at unfortunately right now there's uh, a bit of a gap between I, I don't know what's going on in the con world there seems to be fewer of them and they're choosier um so we we don't have any lined up at the moment but i'm hoping that uh sooner or later we can have some uh uh yeah we can have some tables set up because i absolutely love meeting people and getting the book out there and seeing people's faces light up when they realize how cool the uh concept for the books sound have you ever thought about doing any i guess signings at um local we've content? done we've done some comic book sh book shining uh signings before and and they've been really good i'm really looking forward to uh uh free comic book day uh, that's uh, one of the most exciting times of the year. We we had a uh, a booth at uh, oh what was it uh, G Mart Comics in Chicago, and uh, yeah, all day long, just nonstop people coming in, uh, hearing about the book, getting excited, and yeah, um, it was it was it was really special. Um, we that was I think that was maybe our best day ever in terms of uh <laughs> in in terms of sales uh and and it was all people local in my community and they were all extremely excited about uh what we were doing so it's that that is one of the most invigorating things that you can experience um and i i very much look forward to at least doing that mm -hmm, that's good so um where can people find you online uh Easiest place is uh, wellsthompson.com. It's my web. It's just my name, the website. Um, I am on Twitter. I am on Blue Sky. Twitter is awful, as you know. Uh, so I will be on for however long it's available. Like it's it's functional, uh, but who knows how long that will actually be. Mm -hmm. um, if you want a more con uh, uh, if you want a more direct way uh, and and uh, surefire way to to make sure you're keeping up with me, I recommend uh, my Substack, uh, my newsletter, uh, Comics, Cats, and Cocktails. Uh, which you can find on my website or on Substack. 
um, those are uh, easy ways to to keep in contact with me. You get uh, you get behind the scenes looks at uh, comics we're working on. You get cocktail recipes. I was a, a server and bartender for several years, so I've got a huge backlog of those. Uh, and you get uh, pictures of my cats, of which I have five. You have five cats. I have five. Yeah, Noodle, Bug, Gilly, uh, Cornifer, and Quaylag. I think I think of what was noodle and <laughs> noodle bug. I think noodle... bug was yeah, the one bug. that I met the last time. It's I think that was bug. the only one. Oh no, you haven't met bug. No one's oh. met bug. Bug is bug is a very uh, uh, quiet, squirrely kind of doesn't doesn't look doesn't let anyone look at him. Oh but, uh, yeah, I have two calicos, uh, noodle and quaylag, and they're extremely personable. And Gilly is a is a tortie, and she likes to be up in my face sometimes too. So I okay, I don't know which one I met the last time, but I know there was one. I know one. I don't know about the other four. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, Thank you again to Wells Thompson, creator behind, co-creator, I should say, behind the Megaton comic series for joining us here today to promote mm-hmm. volume one now on Kickstarter until March 6th. All of Wells' socials and website, as he just mentioned, will be listed in this episode's details alongside the Kickstarter link for those who are interested. Again, I am K.S. Garner, and you have been listening to the Solo Nerd Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.